0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: You're listening to the Fifty Shades of K podcast with host Elizabeth K. A a podcast designed to empower, enlighten, and entertain with perspectives that most women are thinking, but not always saying. This is Fifty Shades of K. A new season means it's time for a new wardrobe. We're talking fall fashion. One of my favorite guests and good friend is back. Jordan Deschambre, local lifestyle blogger and stylist. Thank you for being back on the podcast. Thanks
2: so much for having me. It's always a blast. And you brought your BFF. Do you want to give him an introduction? I did. I did. I'm I'm so excited to have Tony here with me today. Tony Davenport was the very first stylist at M Magazine back in the day when I was the fashion editor, and he pretty much taught me everything I know about fashion, although I don't think he often wants to take credit for what really? I do. So, this, so, Tony,
1: you are the mentor. Welcome to the podcast.
3: I, I don't know how to respond to that, but thank you.
1: Here, Tony, that's quite the introduction.
3: That is. I'm quite proud. I mean, she looks amazing every day. So. She does look
1: amazing every day. So let's talk about this fall fashion. Yes. I just read your blog, and you were yeah. talking about 80s fashion yes. which I love the 80s born in the 80s but I do yeah. I do love some of the nice blazers and the shoulder pads and everything of but course. what what is coming back
2: You know what's so fun about whenever fashions come back from a specific decade is they always come back in a really unique modern way so when you think about like the huge 80s suits like I'm thinking like you know the Betsy Johnson you know like shoulder pads and things like that that isn't necessarily what we're seeing right now instead we'll see something that's more like a strong shoulder instead of something that's very puffy and you could like bounce off
1: of. So what do you mean when you say strong shoulders? Because so this is obviously a visual yeah. thing here because we're talking to people yeah. through their ears. Yeah, so very
2: structured shapes. Think about shoulder interest. So there might be a little applique or a little something special on a shoulder to define it a little bit more. So things that just make it a little bit more special but not necessarily huge. Now, does right? it have
1: to be uniform when you talk about that? I just yeah. picture someone thinking, okay, applique's on both shoulders. Shoulders, right. is that what we're
2: going right. for? Absolutely not. Tony's laughing. Oh, I, wish. Yes. I wish. I wish.
1: <laughs> Do you remember though when it was like that? Do you remember? Yes. I remember my mom having a Christmas sweater that was like all done up on the shoulders, both of them. But that's not the case here.
2: Right, right. I mean, you might see like a few fun little pearls or something on one side, or a, a fun little zipper, things of that nature. So it isn't like you know full on Sergeant Pepper or anything like that. It's definitely more subtle this season, and I think the other thing that's really big from the 80s that we're seeing anything animal print, that's really huge right now, and that's something that's so easy to integrate into your Thank you for saying wardrobe. that, because I
1: just bought my first pair of leopard print shoes. Yay! I have never had a pair, but I've seen them popping up, and I love that you say that, because when I bought them, I thought, okay, am I going in with fashion or out with fashion by doing that? You are stepping into it.
3: I'm <laughs> wearing a leopard print belt right now. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> I and am.
0: I noticed your camo you
1: backpack, which I'm a sucker for camo. I don't know if it's because my husband's a hunter and the whole, but I think a good camo. There's, there's some bad camo we've seen out there. But some of those patterns, too, also, Jordan? Absolutely. I think especially for men's fashion, don't you think, Tony? I
3: I was always very resistant to camo, and now I'm in love with it. It's a neutral. It is a neutral.
1: (laughs) Thank you. It's so versatile. You can dress it up. You can dress it down. I mean, you can wear it to so many different events. I just think camo is so fun to play with.
2: I agree. And I love that you bring up that it's, you know, really kind of a neutral because I don't think people understand that you can use very kind of traditional and fun patterns as neutrals in your wardrobe. An animal print is another example of that. Really? So
1: yeah, like what would we do with some of this leopard? Like talk to us about that. Yeah.
2: So, you know, leopard is really really fun right now if you want to make a true statement and kind of do a head to toe look with it. I think that's you know, if you are really a fashion risk taker. That's what we're seeing a lot right now when we look at Paris Fashion Week and London Fashion Week, um, how people are kind of translating that trend. But I also think that it's really great when you pair it with certain colors like red is an awesome color to pair, you know, with a lot of different animal prints. It's always great with black and then these wonderful kind of rich taupe and camel type hues. I think it looks
1: fantastic. Now what are we seeing for accessories? Because I was just yeah. with you at the corners in Brookfield. Yeah. Kendra Scott launched their charm collection. They did. And I know you're wearing some of it now. I, I love am. your necklace. Thank you. Is that what we're seeing? Some some chunkier You know accessories? honestly
2: this season it's kind of anything goes. We're seeing a lot of layering with accessories, but we're also seeing kind of single chunky statement pieces as well. But I think one of the things that Kendra Scott did really well this year is they really hit it on the head with this personalization trend. Nobody wants to look exactly like the person next to them. And the jewelry is so fun. I absolutely love it. But I love the idea of being able to create a piece of jewelry that is 100% uniquely you. Nobody else has it. You know, so I think that that's something that we're really seeing moving forward in fashion. It's this personalization. How do I make it me but still stay on trend? So I think it's, it's really an interesting way to look at fashion.
1: Can we touch on scarves? Yeah. The weather's shifting, and this is yeah. when the scars start to come out.
2: I love, like, a huge scarf. The like, blanket I, scarf? Right. Like, I am like an Olsen twin. I'm just wrapping myself <laughs> as many times as I can. Like, I love can't how she says she's an Olsen anymore. twin. <laughs> right?
3: Now, I, I also think scarves are the perfect way for someone who's not a huge risk taker. That's where you can throw in the crazy pattern or the animal print or something, a huge check. That you would never normally do with your basics,
1: Tony. That's a great point, Absolutely. And especially for people that like to have just you know a solid color closet, maybe because they want to mix and match but don't want to spend a lot of money on certain aspects. A scarf is a great way to be on trend and not break the bank.
3: Right, that's me. The the one area where I will take risk is with an accessory or a shoe or a scarf. Hence, but the his rest is gray, backpack and black, belt. Brown. Right, exactly.
2: What you have going on right now, exactly. And it, and it's interesting because one of the things that that Tony has really taught me throughout the years is, you know, we talk about that capsule collection that your closet should be. That's really something that Tony always like drilled into my head from day one. And that's why I think it's important to make investments in the things that are within your capsule collection, your the true things, the things you're wearing like on a daily basis in your closet, but then have fun and don't be afraid to do some really cool, fun things with accessories and get a little wild because
1: you're not making a big investment in it. Well, that was some Of the best advice that Jordan's brought to the podcast because since then, any little like fun handbag or like in the summer, you go to concerts, you have your little over the shoulder bag. Right. I've taken way more risk with that than I have with the rest of my wardrobe with patterns and colors. And you know what? It was $15 at Express and now it's been donated and it's gone. Right. right. Which is so fun because I didn't break the bank. Yeah. But let's talk about some of those pieces when it comes to a capsule closet. I feel like we yeah. can't talk about that enough yeah. because so many women get frustrated with their closets. Right. And they say they have nothing to wear but a room full of clothes. And you right. specialize in this.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, here's the thing. I think that there are certain things that work into a wardrobe that are timeless. And those are the things that you really need to focus on. For instance, this just this morning I went online and I ordered A very expensive Wolford bodysuit that's a black turtleneck, but it's beautiful and it will wear forever, right? right? Like, I mean, and not something that I would normally spend $200 on a turtleneck. Absolutely not. But knowing that I'm going to be able to wear it for five plus years, literally until I wear it out. That is a piece that you want. Right. So you want yeah. to definitely look at having like a great jacket as we're heading into the fall and winter. So looking at these kind of classic camel coats, that's something I would make an investment in right now. I think black coats are also beautiful. But I don't know. Don't you think, Tony, it's more moving into those like camel brown?
3: Absolutely camel in the neutrals, like the earth tones. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think where people get overwhelmed I think everyone can look at their wardrobe. There's probably 10 items that we rotate constantly per season. And then there's 100 items that we look at and think, I'm going to wear that to this, or maybe I'll wear that to this. And we never touch them, or we pull them out just so we wear them by the time the season ends. Yeah. So if you can really focus in on those key pieces and then just have those fun accessories, you've got a season down.
2: There you go. It's so true. It's so true. And many of those pieces that you're making those investments in, you might buy specifically for fall and winter, but maybe you can make them work in spring and summer and vice versa for spring and summer by doing some fun layering and mixing it up a little bit. I know for me, I put a lot more away after fall and winter as I head into spring and summer than I do the opposite. I just did my big closet clean out yesterday and there was very few pieces from summer that I actually packed away because it's so easy easy now to take like a, you know, silky little slip dress and layer a bodysuit turtleneck underneath and then put a leather jacket over it or whatever it may be. Like, so I I really think it's important for people to understand when you're building a wardrobe, it's okay to put a bit of an investment into both your spring and summer and your fall and winter pieces, because the crossover, especially when you live in Wisconsin and the weather can be 81 day and 40 the next. Like this week. Right. Right. I mean, the week that we're
1: recording this, this is exactly what (laughs) happens this week. Yeah, no, you're right. And we are that kind of a place where... It's all over, the, it's all right, over right. what our weather is. Exactly. Now, what about shoes?
2: Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so do you remember, uh, I mean, I'm sure you will because you have great memory. Last fall, we did this, and I was all about the white boots. Yes. The white boots have not gone away. The white <laughs> boots, I am telling you. I for, think she wore them here, Tony, totally when did.
1: we were recording. just to prove it, boots. right?
2: And they have not gone away. I mean, and I, and even looking at the runway collections that have come out recently in New York in and in London. fall, too, nonetheless. Yes. I white
1: mean, boots in fall.
2: What? White accessories are huge right now,
1: and can we please tell people it's okay to wear white after Labor Day? It is one hundred percent. My God, I can't okay. believe that's even a thing that people still say. Um,
3: the aristocracy created that yes. trend. We're beyond that. We're way beyond <laughs> yeah. that. So, I just feel
1: like right. white, white, a good pair of white jeans too, just looks so right. great, especially yes. when it's paired with like a nice fuzzy sweater. I just think yes. it's so soft. Right. Yeah, consider like,
3: the fabric, not the color. Yes.
1: Tony, the soundbite, the soundbite of the podcast. Yes! Yes, Winner! Winner. That's the winner. And Tony originally wasn't even going to be on the podcast. Right. He's like, I'm so just here. Jordan and him are headed to another event down in Lake Geneva. He's like, I am i don't know. Maybe I'll be on. That is so, That is the clip.
3: But, you're welcome.
1: Be, well, thank you. And it's so true because you wouldn't wear a pair of white linen
2: pants right, right. now. But you can absolutely wear a pair of white denim jeans. Yes. Right? Totally.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now, shoes. Yeah. You also talked about protecting your shoes. Yes. Yeah, so important. I cannot believe so many people. Especially in a state like Wisconsin, where we get slush and rain, and I mean, everything happens yeah. here. Everything, I guess, not hurricanes, but it all pretty much happens Almost here besides everything. that protecting your shoes. And like you said, in pre- mm-hmm. protecting your investment, because then if you had your white boots from last year, yep. they'll still look good this year. Exactly.
2: I mean, I am all about I have my little, you know, shoe maintenance kit where I'm polishing it up. I'm using those protectants. You know, if anything swayed, my God, I mean, I'm like obsessive about it. But I also really think it's important to have a good, for lack of a better term, cobbler or shoe repair place that you go to. You know, I have two that I go between in Milwaukee. One just out outside of Bayview and one in Shorewood and Every season, I bring my shoes in. If the soles are getting rough, but the shoes still look beautiful, I have them resold. It, you know, I wear a lot of stilettos. Those heels do not last long on the yeah. streets of Milwaukee, especially when you walk everywhere like I do. So I bring in those shoes and I have those heels replaced. Because even if I'm, I mean, I'll bring in a pair of shoes that I spent $50 on to have a heel replaced if they still look beautiful.
1: Yeah, why so, get a new pair? Yeah, And why? at that point, you broke them in a little bit. So they're probably even more they're comfortable. They're more comfortable, exactly. And you mentioned suede suede leather yay or nay is that all both all all of it always all fair game Yep. patterns on shoes patterns on shoes are great i think where
2: last year we saw a lot more kind of um vibrant patterns this year we're seeing more kind of like dark on dark patterns so you have to kind of look to see it but the florals are still there the patterns are still there they're just not quite as in your face That being said, I do think that doing anything animal print is huge. Doing white, doing colors, red boots right now are huge patent leather is also a really great option. Is that and what you're wearing right, right now? now? It is. Patent yeah. le- I
1: noticed right when yeah. she walked in. See? Head to toe. Good this woman job. always looks good. And Jordan is so approachable. I have people that ask me a lot about you. They're like, what's Jordan like? She seems so great. She is great. And I want to tell people not to be intimidated to reach out to you, especially right. with these styling workshops that you do. My sister and I went to one this past summer and it was so enlightening you bring a couple pieces she tells you how you can work those pieces into your wardrobe yeah. any question is a fair question Absolutely. and your closet consultations where you will go to people's homes and basically, go through your clothes. But you're yeah. someone, like I said, you are you're you are someone that loves high fashion, but you also understand that people have to live their lives, too. Of course. Yeah. And that's where you bring such a nice approach to fashion. And you are. You're easy Thank to talk you. to. So reach out to Jordan. JordanDeChamberStyle.com. What else are you working on? What are we going to yeah. see you doing here in the future?
2: Yeah, well, I, I've been doing a lot of fun things with Kendra Scott. And just like you, things with the
1: corners of Brookfield. Which, um, get out to the corners if you haven't. So amazing. That, Area is great and it's growing by the month.
2: It is. It's constantly, constantly growing. And then I'm kind of tapping back into my events career again too, and working on some things with the Iron Horse Hotel. Um, you and I met up at a party there a couple of weeks ago, the birthday party, the birthday party. So yeah, that's that's kind of what's what's happening in my world right now. But you know, always trying to stay on top of what's happening in fashion and really break it down for people and having them understand that it can be intimidating,
1: but it doesn't have to be. Like you said, when you are in clothes that fit you and you feel well you're going to look better you're going to feel better and it's going to be amazing how your whole outlook on on the day changes right it's
2: true and it's it's amazing and it's important for men too i think men kind of get forgotten
1: in men's fashion should we quickly talk about men's I fashion think we quickly i mean this women do listen to the podcast but i know some men listen out every now and then let's quickly talk about men's fashion for fall what are we seeing for the guys tony do you want to touch on that
3: well one thing i can tell you is men's fashion is the largest growing segment right now so surprisingly the sales are there i don't think we've seen quite the push in milwaukee yet toward men's fashion i would agree with that but nationally Mm, it's definitely a huge huge segment that's growing i would say in the next five years it's almost going to seem equal across the board the runway shows are going to seem equivalent um they're they're starting to combine men's and women's fashion shows because they're both becoming that much uh, equally as important
1: which is really telling. Now, what are we seeing when it comes to styles for men for fall?
3: I want to say it's a little more 90s than 80s mm-hmm. is what I've noticed with men's fashion. Um, the sneaker is huge with everything. And- My
1: husband just invested in all of these. They're like sneakers for work. Sure. Yes. Is yeah. that what, I don't know what you call that. I mean, they look they look great, but like he's wearing those with like. Business pants. Yes, it's like dressy sneakers. Yes. they're yeah,
3: wearing them with suits.
1: Oh, and he's loving it. I mean, Absolutely. not that he didn't love his nice, you know, business shoes, too, they wore with his suits, but he's loving the fact that now it's like tennis shoes are appropriate for the office. But right. yeah, those are huge right now. And for women, too. Which right, is there's great. no longer
3: that strict business uniform that was so ridiculous to begin with. Now people are actually comfortable and they're wearing the clothes that reflect themselves as opposed to just a strict code that mm-hmm. made sense to nobody. Suits are coming back in a much more interesting way, though. So it's a jogger pant, a wool jogger pant with a sport coat and a tie with a sneaker. So there's a lot more risk taking in men's fashion. The oh, my boyfriend still, will be so happy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the colors are still staying neutral. I can't say there's any huge pop of color, you know, other than a line like Versace. But we're still staying in the camels and the grays and the blacks and the blues.
1: Jordan, do you also do closet
2: consultations for men, too? I have. And usually when I do them, Tony comes with me. So that's, uh, there you yeah. Go. yeah, you you get the, the double team when when we do the men's fashion. Yeah. Well, thank you yeah. so
1: much for being here. I know we'll have you back come winter time. We talk of about course. winter fashion and yeah. then we come into the Oscar season yes. after that. I mean, it just flies by. It does. It's, it's unbelievable. Crazy. But again, reach out to Jordan at Jordan com. Read her blog, follow her on Instagram. You're gonna get great ideas. And if you're in the Milwaukee area listening, Jordan's very plugged into what's happening in Milwaukee too. So that's always great. I find before I go out, I always check Jordan's page. I'm like, <laughs> what was she last wearing? Okay, that's what I want to emulate. That's is that hilarious? Well, thank you so much. <laughs> we are really are glad you guys are here today. Thanks. Yes. Thank you. This has been the 50 Shades of K podcast with host Elizabeth K. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. Thanks for listening.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?